Good morning, everyone. I hope you're well. Um, welcome to today's audio podcast of a little series that I, a deviation series that I did called God Wants You to Love Yourself. So in this series, we'll look about, look into my own personal story about how, what God means when he wants us to love ourselves and how he can help us love ourselves. So, um, to help, let me give a bit of personal background. So, I've struggled personally with self-love for a very long time because I thought it was selfish to love myself. However, it took several failures, tears, and a conference to help me realize how important it is. I'm currently in the final month at the school of um, final months, my final months at the school I'm attending, and the pressure is intensifying. Exams, assignments, college expectations are the burdens on the back of many members in my year group. Everyone seeks to exceed expectations, causing extreme stress and fatigue. And usually in such moments, God uses me to encourage others, but this time I'm the one who needed encouragement. I was burnt out. I was slowly giving up on my academics. I got easily frustrated and I was constantly troubled. I compared myself to others, which killed the little joy that I had. I doubted the validity of my work for God and went in cycles of more and more frustration because I was not doing as well as I thought I could. I often told my friends that I was in a downward spiral of misery that I was not sure how to get out of. That was until last week. My school runs an annual conference called the African Leadership Academy Model African Union, and every March, um, hundreds of students from various schools and countries flock at Indaba Hotel in Johannesburg to deliberate and discuss the continent's pressing issues much like the African Union. I was tasked to lead the PRESCO department and, and by reporting and publishing news content through newspapers and blogs. Leading up to the conference, I struggled to meet my deliverables because of my own personal issues. However, God, in his most interesting harmonies, used my mistakes to teach me self-love. There were a plethora of lessons I learned, but there are three key things that, I, that stood out which I'd like you to note. One, you are fully known and loved by God. During the conference, I made plenty of mistakes and I was often unsure of what I was doing. This caused me to be inefficient and ineffective. I was obviously upset by this, but there is one phrase God told me that I will never forget. Katai, I know you because I made you with my own hands. Most times we wait for external approval to validate our work worth, but what happens when you do things that are not publicly approved and applauded? Where will your love come from? The first step to knowing yourself, loving yourself is knowing that you don't need people's approval to be loved and recognized because God already does. He knows your flaws and is more than willing to help you in your deepest weaknesses if you entrust them to him. Number two, never compare yourself to others. Being at the conference is tasking. Everyone is always running around delivering this and that. As I sat down at my, at my computer editing articles, I always always admired people who are visibly seen running around. I began to compare my team to the media team and then to other individuals. And in my comparison, I always fell short and felt discouraged to keep continue working. However, due to many heavy demands of my job, I had to I had to ignore those thoughts because I was leading a team and literally had no time to wallow in self-pity. I was forced to believe in myself. I was forced to believe that I was making the best and most meaningful contribution I could, and surely it turned out that way. 
We live in a competitive and ambitious world. Everyone is striving to outdo one another, and oftentimes we get caught in the spirit of comparison. But beloved of God, don't compare yourself to the next person. You're uniquely crafted and designed, and there's certain things that only you can do because God built you that way. Appreciate the most minute details about yourself and seek to become the best version of yourself every day. You cannot compare nor complete someone else's destiny. However, you can focus on your own and better yourself daily. These are just two out of the three steps that um, lessons that God taught me. The third step is in the blog post, which I would love for you to read. Uh, but um, lucky for you, I'll highlight it in this audio. So the third step is encourage yourself. In the busy hubbub of life, it's very easy to get discouraged. Either things never go the way you planned, you make mistakes, or you see someone doing much better than you. This personally affected me at ALMAU. I had gotten into a constant habit of recapping on my past failures and discouraging myself. In such moments, I would run to my closest friend to pray about it, but now I was alone and too busy to cry. It was at this moment that I had to encourage myself in God's word, and that's where my greatest strength came from. Whilst we do have people to pick us up, there will be days where you have to encourage yourself in God's word. The reason why we read the Bible is not only to know God, but to build up stores of his word to draw on, in us to draw on at any time. Stop waiting for someone to encourage you and commend you. Encourage yourself. Be your own number one fan, and in due time you'll receive God's joy that cannot be earned by human applause or accolade. As I sit here... Um, reading out my reflection, I wonder whether I have broken out of the dangerous cycle of low self-esteem. I can never say, I cannot fully say so, but this is a start. Self-love looks glamorous and sounds wise, but it is not easily applied or built. It will take moments like these, where all you have is God and yourself, to bring it out. Like a wildflower going through the rocks, self-love is tough, a lifelong process, but not impossible to attain. If you're struggling with low self-esteem and you're finding it hard to forgive yourself for your past mistakes, remember that Jesus forgave all your mistakes on the cross of Calvary 2,000 years ago. He wants to take your mistakes and overwhelm them with his wonderful grace if you let him. Return to him. He wants you back. And if you're wondering whether it is right to love yourself and you don't know how to, I pray that this podcast will help and guide you. I am no expert at love. Neither are you. But Jesus is, and if you're willing to follow his leading, he will take you through the best journey of love you have ever experienced. Thank you so much for listening. Guide, light, inspire.